Glenn Jackson. We're going to go to August 13th. We're not Glenn Jackson, August. No, August 13th. Quench not the spirit. First Thessalonians 5, 19. The voice of the Spirit is as gentle as a zephyr wind breeze. So gentle, unless you're living in perfect communion with God, you may never hear it. The cheeks, the checks, I'm sorry, of the Spirit come in the most extraordinarily gentle ways. And if you're not sensitive enough to detect His voice, you will quench it and your personal spiritual life will be impaired. His checks always come in a still, small voice, so small that no one but the saint can actually notice them. Beware if, not, if a personal testimony you have to hark back and say, once so many years ago I was saved. If you're walking in light where no harking, there is no harking back. The past is transferred into the present wonder of communion with God. If you get out of that light, you become an, a sentimental Christian and live on memories. Your testimony has a hard metallic note. Beware of trying to patch up present refusal to walk in the light by the recalling of past experiences when you did walk in the light. So whenever the Son of Spirit checks all, call a halt and get to the get to the thing and get the thing right. Or you will go on grieving him without even knowing you're grieving the Spirit of God. Suppose God has brought you up to a crisis, and you nearly go through, but not quite. He will engineer the crisis again, but it will not be so keen as it was before. There will be a less discernment of God and more humiliation at not having obeyed. And if you go on grieving the Spirit, there will come a time when that crisis cannot be repeated. You have grieved Him away. But you can get through the crisis. There will be the paean of praise to God. Never sympathize the thing that is stabbing God all the time. God has to hurt the thing that must go. He has to get it right to make sure we're on the right track with it. Romans chapter 6. Verse I'm sorry, Romans chapter 1, verse 1 through 6. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle and separated under the gospel of God, which he had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son Jesus, our Lord, which was made the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness, the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we've received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all the nations for his namesake, among whom you also are called of Christ. Romans 2, 17. Behold, you are called a Jew. This is cautions against hypocrisy. And you rest in the law and make your boast of God. And know this, and know his will, and approves the things that are more excellent, being instructed out of the law. And are confident that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light 
of them that are in darkness. An instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth in the law. You, therefore, which teaches another, though, to teach you not yourself. You that preach a man should not steal. Do you steal? You that says a man should not commit adultery. Do you commit adultery? You that abhor idols. Do you commit sacrilege? You that makes thy beast of the law, boast of the law, through breaking the law, do you dishonor God? For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles through you, as, as it is written. For circumcision, verily, profits, truly profits little. If you keep the law, though, but if you be a breaker of the law, your circumcision is then made uncircumcision. Therefore, the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of law, shall not the uncircumcision be counted for circumcision. Shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee, who by the letter and circumcision does transgress the law. For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision, which is of the outward parts of the flesh. But he's a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart and of the spirit, not of the letter, whose praise will never be of men, but his praise will in fact be of God. Romans 8.1 There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but walk after the Spirit. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but we walk after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, they mind the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because a carnal mind is at odds against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not of the flesh, but of the Spirit. If so, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, you are none of his. And if Christ be in you, though, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit that you have is life. Hmm. The Spirit that you have is life. The Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwells in you. So therefore, brethren, be debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if through the flesh, through the Spirit of him, you do mortify the deeds of the body, you then in fact shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, then they become the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father, or Daddy. 
The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And of children that heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him that we may also be glorified yeah. together. So I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to even be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Can't wait for us to finally get it right. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into a glorious liberty or freedom of the children of God. For you know, for we know, that all of creation groans and travails in pain together until now. And not only they, but our, ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. Mm. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why would you then hope for it? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we then patience wait for it? Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not that we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for, the, for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. He that searches the hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Verse Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 9. It is written. It is written. Eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. But God revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit is going to search all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of a man? Even so, the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not a Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom is going to teach, but what the Holy, Spirit, Holy Ghost teaches us, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man is receiving not the things of the Spirit, the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can they know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual is going to judge all things, yet himself is going to be judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that somehow we may instruct him? But we, each one of us, have the mind of Christ. 3, 16. Know you not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit? Temple of God dwells, Holy Spirit dwells in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. The temple of God is holy. So which temple are you? 
Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he takes the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain or selfish. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things have in fact become ours. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the righteousness, the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were you some, some of you, but you have been washed, you've been sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus, and you're justified by the Spirit of our God. Amen. First Corinthians 12. Verse 1. Would you like to write? No, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away, carried away to dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God can call Jesus accursed, and no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, except by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but all of them have the same spirit. There are differences in administrations, but the same Lord. There's a diversities of operations, but it's the same God which works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So he gave us our gifts, each one, so we would profit with with all to in our own lives, but also profit with all within the lives as we work together. Amen. For to one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of these tongues. But all these things work that one in the self-same spirit, dividing to every man separately and severally as he will. He makes sure that we all have everything we need. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12. <clears throat> For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience. That in simplicity and God is sincerely not with fleshly wisdom, and by the grace of God, we have had our co conduct in the world, and more abundantly even to you. We write none of the things unto you than what you have read or acknowledged, and I trust you shall acknowledge even to the end. As also you have acknowledged us in part that you, that we are rejoicing even as you are ours in the day of the Lord. And this confidence I was invited to come to you before that you might have a second benefit to pass by you to Macedonia to come again out of Macedonia unto you and, and of you to be brought on my way towards Judea. When I therefore was thus minded, did I use lightness? 
or the things that I purpose? Do I purpose them according to the flesh? That with me there should be a yes and a no? But as God is true, our word towards you was not yes and no. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me, Sylvanus and Timothy, was not yes and no. But was in him, it was a yes. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. Now he which establishes us with you in Christ and anointed us is God, who has also sealed us and given us the earnest of the down payment of the Spirit in our hearts. 2 Corinthians 3, 1. Do we begin to commend ourselves or need we as some others praises or excuse me, epistles of commendation to you or letters of recommendation from you? You are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in the fleshly tables of the heart. And such trust have we through Christ to God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is that of God, who has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter is going to kill. But the Spirit is, in fact, going to give life. Amen. But of the manifestation of death, written and engraved in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, when the glory was to be done away. How shall not the administration of the Spirit be rather glorious? Mm -hmm. For the ministration of condemnation be glory, much more does the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory. Mm -hmm. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that excels. For if that which is done away was glorious, much more that which remains is even more glorious. Seeing that we have such hope, let us use great plainness of speech. And not as Moses, who put a veil over his face that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until that this day remains the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which will which veil is done away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit of where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty or freedom. But we all, with an open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed under the same image, the image of Christ, the image of God, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5.1 For we know if our earthly house and this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that the being clothed, we shall be found, not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that which we may be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that has wrought us for the self-same thing as God, who also has put 
given his earnest of the Spirit. Therefore, we are the we are always confident, knowing that while we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident. I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and be present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor, that whether we be present or whether we be absent, we be accepted of Him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one of us may receive the things done to His body, according to which He has done, whether it was good or whether it was bad. Galatians chapter 3. Verse 1. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you? This only what I learned of you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of the faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, you're now going to try to become perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it yet be in vain? He, therefore, that ministers to you the Spirit and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Galatians 4, 1. Now I say that an heir, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant, even though he may be Lord of all. But is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of the sons. Because you are sons, God has set forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, hearts crying, God the Father. Wherefore, you are no longer servants, but you are sons, and of sons, then an heir of God through Christ. Galatians 5.1 So stand fast, therefore, the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to the whole law. So Christ, at that point, has become no effect unto you. Whosoever you are justified by the law, because you have fallen from grace. We, therefore, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by our faith. For Jesus Christ, neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision, but faith, which is worked out by love. You did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth. This persuasion did not come of him that calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in you through the Lord that you will be none otherwise minded, but he that troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever that might be. Verse 22. See, the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith, meekness, temperance. Against us these things there is no law. And they that are Christ's 
have crucified the flesh with all the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of selfish, vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Let us not be caught doing that. Ephesians. Chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be God, the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed us with spiritual blessings and heavenly, all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ, according as He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Christ to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He has made us, made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of His grace, wherein He has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure, which He had purposed within Himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time He might gather together in one, all the things of Christ, both those things that are in heaven, those things that are in earth, even in Him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things after the counsel of His own will, that we should be to the praise of His glory who first trusted in Christ. In whom you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also, after you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of His glory. Amen. Ephesians two nineteen. Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets through Christ Jesus. Being himself a chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together grows through the holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together for a habitation of God because of the Spirit. Ephesians 3, 16. That the world, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with his might and his spirit in your inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length, the depth and the height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is working within us. And to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all of the ages, world, Without end, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beg you that you would walk worthy of the vocation 
where you've been called. With all lowliness and meekness, with all longsuffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in a bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, even as you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and the Father of all, who is above all, He is through all, and He is in you all. Amen. 417. So this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that from henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their minds, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all sorts of uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That you would put off concerning the former conduct that old man which is corrupt according to deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you would put on the new man which is after God is created in righteousness and, in fact, true holiness. Ephesians 5 8. For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are light and the Lord walk as the children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, and rather reprove them. For it's a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, but all things that are reproved or made obvious, manifest for the light, for whatsoever does make manifest is light. Wherefore he says, Awake you that sleep, and arise from the dead, and then Christ shall give you the light. Mm-hmm. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. See that you redeem the time because the days are evil. Therefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the word of the Lord is, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking yourselves in songs and hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever, ever, ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of Christ, will of God in Christ concerning you. But more importantly, quench not that spirit. Despise not prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearances of evil. And the very God of peace shall set you apart completely. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless 
to the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calls, who in fact will do it. Second Thessalonians. Chapter 2. Verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, that by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon soon shaken in your mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So remember you not that I was with you, I yet with you I told you these things, and now you know what withholds that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity already works. Only he who now lets will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked one be revealed from the Lord shall consume me with the spirit of his mouth and the, shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and light wonders, with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believed not the truth and rather had pleasure in unrighteousness. For we are found, bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has from the very beginning chosen you to salvation through the sanctification of the Spirit and the belief in the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of the Lord Jesus. Therefore, brethren, stand fast, hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or by our epistle. Now look, now the Lord Jesus Christ himself, even God, even our Father, which has loved us and has given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Let him comfort our hearts and establish us in every good word and every good work. Hebrews chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 6. Seeing therefore remains that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not because of their unbelief. Again, he limits a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time, it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Christ had given them rest, then there would he would not there afterward have spoken of another day. There remains therefore rest to the people of God. For he that has entered into his rest has also ceased from his own works as God ceased from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief as Israel did. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and the marrow, as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not made obvious or manifest in his sight. 
but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do this with. Hebrews chapter 9. Verse 11. But Christ being come, the high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands that, that let us, that is to say, not of the building, neither by the blood of goats or calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies to the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? How much more even that? Hebrews 10, verse 26. Quite a little warning here. For if... We sin willfully. After that we have truly received the knowledge of the truth. There remains no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of the indignation and the fire, the judgment, the fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment, suppose you, shall he be thought worthy, who has trodden under the foot the Son of God, has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, has done despite unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him that has said, Vengeance belongs to me, and I will re repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. You see, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. 1 Peter 1, verse 3. Blessed be God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again into a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and does not fade away. It's reserved in heaven just for you. You who are kept by the power of God through faith and the salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein you would greatly rejoice, though now if need be for a season, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith be much more precious than that of gold, that perishes though it be tried with fire, might be found to the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Christ, whom having not seen you love, and whom, though you now see him not yet believe, you Rejoice with a joy that is unspeakable and that is full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have acquired, inquired, and searched diligently for, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify, when it testified beforehand of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. And to whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us, they did minister these things. 
which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things even the angels are desiring to look into. Verse 22. Seeing you have purified your souls then in obeying the truth through the Spirit and unto an unfeigned or unchecked love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart passionately, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, but by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and the flower thereof falls away. But the word of God, the word of the Lord, endures forever. And this is the word by which the gospel has been preached unto you. Amen. No question. First Peter 4, verse 12. Beloved, think it not, not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing were happening to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when his glory shall be revealed you may be glad also with exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy you are for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part he's evil spoken of but on your part he's glorified. Let none of you though Suffers a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in some other person's affairs. Yet if any suffers a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let them glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come, and now is, that the judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begins at us, what shall the end of them that did not obey the gospel be? If the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls unto him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Mm -hmm. First John chapter 3, 18. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, yeah. but in deed and in truth. Hereby we know that we're of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemneth, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, though, if our heart condemneth not, then we have a confidence towards our God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is the commandment that we should believe on the name of the Son of Christ and love one another as he gave his commandment. He that keeps his commandment dwells in him. And in turn, he dwells in him as well. Hereby we know that he abides in us by the spirit which he has given unto us. John 4, 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Hereby know you the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist where you may have heard that it should come even though now already is in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They that are in the world therefore speak 
They have the world. The world hears them. Mm-hmm. We're God. And he that knows God hears us. Mm-hmm. He that is not of God, though, hears not us. Mm-hmm. Hereby we know we are the spirit of truth. And we also know what the spirit of mm-hmm. error is. 5, 11. And this is the record that God has given it to us. The record is eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that has his Son has life, and he that has not his Son, the Son of God, has not life. These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he is going to hear us. And we know that if he hears us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Verse 18. We know that whosoever is born of God sins not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself. And that wicked one can't touch him. And we know that we are of God and the whole world lies in wickedness. We know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true and we are in Him that is true, even in His Son, Christ Jesus. This is the true God and this is eternal life. So little children, keep yourselves from the idols that you worship. Amen. That is your message. I firmly believe that God had a pretty had has a pretty spectacular plan for our lives if we'll just allow him to follow through. And going back to what do we want from him? We want what he wants for us. We just don't seem to be able to get our handle on what that what that actually is. And I'm asking you please to learn to let go and trust him. And come to know what that is. Because you won't be disappointed. You'll be tickled at what God has set aside. There's lots of little things you'll get to experience in Christ Jesus. Even while we're alive in this world. But there's even greater things to have revealed to us. And for us to get to experience as we go into and up through the different realms that Christ has to offer. And so if you've not been there, then you might want to ask God to help you to get your life in order and your spirit in order so that you might be able to take that trip. And then know that once you've taken that trip, um, you might find out you really don't want to come back. You know, and the truth of the matter is you don't have to come back in the because your spirit man can stay there. Your natural man will still have to live this life. But I'd much rather live, live this life than my natural man knowing that my spiritual man has frankly got the reins of his hand, right? Amen. And so things in this world won't have the tendency to affect us as they have and we've allowed them to in years past. So we pray these things. So Father, we come before tonight and we say thank you, Lord. You are, in fact, a God of gods, a Lord of lords, a, a one and only King of kings. We give you praise. We give you thanks, honor and glory for all of the things you're guiding us through, teaching us on a daily, regular basis, Lord God, and ask that you would continue this work 
more and more each day coming to understand, coming to know the deeper things. And Lord, like we said tonight, we, we want to know, you know, what you can do for us. But more importantly, we don't want to quench the spirit by trying to interject our own ideals and thoughts, but stand back in complete trust and complete faith and let you work out what needs to be worked into our life. And we give you this praise, this honor, this glory, this thanks as you magnify yourself in our lives tonight and do it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.